Good morning and welcome to For Fantasy Sake, the Quad City's first and only fantasy football show. We are brought to you by MPX Mobile Party Experience, the Quad City's best mobile party experience. No, I still don't know the tagline. <laughs> I am your host, Doug Greenbean Casserole. He is DJ Jarvis, the big turkey. <laughs> All right. So we were supposed to have a, another guest along with us, but he has not shown yet. So it looks like it's just us for the moment being. So I guess we'll just get right into it. Um, so quarterback wanna... news of the huh? oh, Go ahead. I was going to say quarterback news of the morning. Um, still waiting to know about Lamar Jackson. Um, he got off the bus where he was basically the only person on the bus or very few people on the bus. He is heavily guarded by security and nobody is allowed to be anywhere near him. So I don't know if that means that he's got the Rona. I don't know if that means that they're just trying to keep it under wraps. I just don't know if he's just like me and just hates people. Is, so, the, is the security thing a statistical fact? Like, is that an actual thing? It probably depends on how many security people are around him. Okay. But both Stacy Dales and Tracy Wolfson are reporting it. Interesting. So, go fish. So, he may or may not start today. We will know when the inactives come out in 30 minutes. Yeah, so definitely. They brought up Trace McSorley last night when it's at the last possible minute off the practice squad. So, yeah, it looks like uh, Tyler Huntley will start if um, Lamar is unavailable. Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a and it's a big week kind of for that. Um, will they? Won't they? Um, we could have a third straight week of um, the Arizona guy. Yeah, Colt McCoy in Arizona. Uh, Cam's making his first start, and I don't know if you watched a whole lot of um, that game last week. It kind of seemed like they were a lot better when Cam was in the game. So I was kind of questioning outside of him knowing the playbook, why they weren't keeping him in the game and some more of those situations. I didn't see a second of that game, but my assumption is, is that, yeah, basically just familiarity with the players and, uh, and the playbook at that point, but week back now, you know, Playbook probably hasn't changed that much. How long was he gone? Uh, a year, maybe two. He was in New England, like what, a year or two? Yeah, well, just a year. So then he, so, but obviously there's different coaching regimes. So mm -hmm. uh, Jordan's starting off the day with telling us what he's thankful for, and he's thankful for Matt Nagy today. Doug, absolutely. <laughs> I am thankful for the fact that the Vikings cannot finish a game or make a kick. Take that, Jordan. Got him. All right, so let's take a look. So Josh Allen, number one. Lamar, if he plays at two. Let's talk about that for a second. Because if he plays and he's really that sick that he's that game time decision, do you think he still has his, uh, you know, he still looks his best out there? I mean, when I think Bears defense without Khalil Mack. Yeah, I would bump him down. Um, if you're still playing him if he plays, um, but I, I am finding a backup if, if my uh, waivers are open here. Um, again, we should know before um, – plenty of time before kickoff. I wouldn't be surprised if we know here in about a half hour. I know inactives are due at 11, but I wouldn't be surprised to know a little bit earlier. Um, but I would bump him down. I think you're starting him 
if he plays, but definitely not at number two any longer. Down a similar vein, Russell Wilson looked like hot dog crap last week. Um, are you nervous about rolling him out there? Not really. So did Rodgers. Um, I think that kind of comes from they haven't practiced in a while. Um, I think with some practice, I think this is a. I think we're looking at some ugly weeks for for quarterback at, at in fantasy football right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, plus, also this is Thanksgiving week, so there will be a quick turnaround in three games on Thursday. Um, yeah, Bears, Detroit. Who, what are, what are the three games there? I was I was gonna. I don't remember what the other two are. I just know Bears, Detroit. I think like, the uh, Dallas the plays game. the Raiders. Okay. What's the night game? And Bill Saints. So a lot of yeah. Thanksgiving Day. A lot of turkeys to be tossed around. It kind of seems like the last and, – and maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm just a casual follower here. It seems like we've had a lot of um, – Bears-Lions on Thanksgiving the last several years. Is that a thing, or am I just imagining it? I think you're imagining it, because this is the first time the Bears have played there in, like, four years. Okay. Like, it's been a while, but it, it's it's it hasn't been, like, that long, but it's been – it wasn't, like, two years ago or something. Yeah. They've played 36. I think they've played the third most Thanksgiving game games behind Detroit and Dallas. <laughs> Well, yeah, division rivals will do that for you. No, it's just interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. What's that? Exactly. Were you were you in the past, in, in your younger age, were you a guy who played football with your friends on Thanksgiving, or were you just all about the watching the games and eating the turkey? I mostly watched um, when I was in high school – um, we were spending some time having, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, with my aunt and uncle. And I was, I played some, uh, catch football with my cousin and I ended up breaking a finger, um, okay. playing catch. So, yeah, so that, that pretty much ended that. <laughs> There's a lot of fun. Like we had this earlier this year, a lot of fun quarterback matchups. Um, if Lamar's playing, even if it Lamar's at 80%, that could be a, a really fun um, different game to watch between him and, and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, the big yeah, one. What's up? You might be looking at the future of the NFL right there. I mean, two. yeah, yeah. And because you're thinking about that Dallas-Kansas City game too. have two guys who are there. And then you have Lamar and, and Fields going against each other. That's, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Yeah, we talked about Murray. All right, Derek Carr, Cousins. Oh, go ahead. Cam Fields. Glad to see Fields kind of coming up um, in there. He's been throwing for a lot more yards than he was the first few weeks of the year, so that's good to see that he's kind of becoming more fantasy relevant. I think those I think those three, Newton, Fields, and two are kind of – they're really close to each other there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my question would be, can Cam do it again? Or was that just kind of once lightning in a bottle? I'm back in, I'm back in Carolina, and it's all adrenaline there. Um, see, this I'm curious is, to see what he can do it again. Yeah, I, I think that my my tiebreaker for those three, 
I think there's going to be a lot of extra adrenaline even this week with them actually playing a game at home. Um, mm-hmm. And they're very well in the, with seven teams making the playoffs this year. They're very in the race to, to sneak into the playoffs. And um, I, I think Cam's ability to kind of run that ball um, near the goal line opens up things for not only CMC, but CMC's existence down there opens things up for, for Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two pair nicely with one another for whatever reason. I saw. I will. I will ask you. Um, it's a very topical thing this last week with you and I and a, and a mutual friend. What do you see as Justin Fields' ceiling? Like, what do you? I, I know your bias. You're you're wearing the one on your chest right now. But uh, what what is your your ceiling here? I think he could be. I think he could be very very good. Um, I think there's no reason why he can't be Lamar Jackson level good. Do I want to put a Steve Young Hall of Fame career on him? No. I think that's putting too much pressure on him. But I can see him playing as well as a Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you know, style there. You know, if you get the right tools around him and the right um, and the right coach with him. I don't think an MVP on a, uh, on a, you know, his best season of his career. I don't think that's out of the question. I think if you taking away the, the turnovers, I think you could see him have a very like Jameis like career where he's going to be solid, getting you rushing yards, getting you rushing touchdowns. He's going to throw for a lot of yards. Um, but I think he'll, I mean, I don't think any, Nobody turns the ball over like Jameis Winston, except for like Patrick Mahomes this year. But no. um, that that's where I kind of see Fields going. I think that next year at this time, you know, it's we're not going to be surprised to see him on that first page. I just think he really needs more stability um, mm-hmm. that playbook. I think that, that Nagy's kind of lost, and I'm really confused that you had – you're, you're supposed to be this guy who came from this genius's tree and you can't figure out from April to August to, you know what I mean? To, uh, yeah. to get a, to get plays in for this guy. I mean, Matt ruled no, uh, four days where Cam Newton had plays for him and, and uh, Matt Nagy couldn't I, do it four weeks or four months. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing that, that Dan Orlovsky, um, said back whenever he had his famous rant uh, I feel like in there I feel like in um in Kansas City they basically spend an off season just retooling a a playbook for Mahomes and so yeah been they there. probably did because Andy Reid knows what he's doing yeah but you're gonna come to clock management but you've been there you know and so you know what it's like to change what you do for a certain guy, and you couldn't do that four months for, for Fields. just blows my mind. Yeah, well. Tis what it is with those kinds of things. What would you do with Sam Darnold on the flip side of the camps, on the swift side of the cam discussion? I don't know. He looked really good to, to, to start the – the season and then just kind of 
started seeing ghosts. Um, so I guess you see what Cam, you have another year where you're paying, um, you're paying Darnold and he's got an $18 million cap hit. So mm-hmm. you're not really, I don't know. And is anybody really going to take on that $18 million cap? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, it probably depends on how desperate you are in terms of wanting a quarterback and thinking that you're the guy who can fix him. But I mean, I thought I was, I was in on, I I was in on him and then he just, I, I don't know. Yeah. He just, he regressed quickly. I guess it's the only the only words that I can use for him, and I know that I'm really good at sitting on that fence with him, but or with a lot of guys, but it's just so hard to even read that situation. Yeah, I guess I guess if they re-sign Cam in the offseason, I guess that tells us everything we need to know. Shane, I'm gonna do you a quick favor here. It goes against everything we believe in here, but we're getting ready to go to commercial. And I want to give my 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 our friend Linda a little props here. You got Linda's ranks. I got Linda's kicker ranks here, so I hope Shane's still watching. Maybe. Apparently, I don't have share abilities for um, this tab. There we go. Hey. So, Shane, here's some uh, kicker rankings from the great Linda. Um, she's, uh, she's a former FFSQC contributor, friend, definite, definite friend of the show. Um, Linda, we miss you. Uh, she Every once in a while, she'll pop in our group chat, so that's always nice. Uh, so Shane, here's your... Here's your kickers. Obviously, if you're playing on MFL this week, you're not able to uh, put any of these guys. I have no idea who my kicker is. Oh, Jason Sanders is my kicker. She likes him, kind of. Um, so, those are your kickers. There you go. Yeah, Jordan, happy happy Thanksgiving. We're doing this for you, just for you two for the holidays. And now we're going to go to commercial and act like this never happened. On the other side of commercial, we're going to have Brian. We're going to talk a little FFS. I'm very unprepared. Have had a lot of DFS. Goals. Yeah, DFS. We are FFS. We are um, FFS. I'm very unprepared for the DFS conversation, but we're 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 doing it here. What do football fanatics in the Quad Cities love more than Sunday football? Tailgating and partying before, during, and and after their favorite football college football games. And we're not talking about what happened in college football in these parts yesterday. Oh the yes, mobile- we are. No, 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 we're not. And Mobile Party Experience has the hookup for all our tailgating needs. Mobile Party Experience offers solutions for all types of party throwers and goers. They have towable trailers that offer music, TV, gaming, private bathrooms with running water, flushable toilets, beverage dispensers, coolers, grills and utensils, tables, chairs, and tents. They have all the amenities you could want or need to host a tailgating, partying, or event. Find them at their website, my-mpx.com, or on Facebook at Mobile Party Experience. 
Sunday is still the best day at Cavanaugh's Hilltop Bar and Grill. While your favorite Jamokes aren't on the deck talking fantasy football, they're still one of the best places in the Quad Cities for your football viewing pleasure. Their back deck is ready to go for football season. The sides are up and the heat is on to protect you from Mother Nature, where you can enjoy the Bears, Packers, and any of your favorite out-of-market teams. If outside isn't your thing, you can head on into the remodeled inside bar area and watch NFL Sunday Ticket on their numerous screens and play their adult video games. I hear they have the loosest slots in the Quad Cities. That's Cavanaugh's Hilltop Bar and Grill, 1228 30th Street, Rock Island, the non-bubble home of For Fantasy's Sake. Football season, it's about halfway through, and if you've spent Sundays watching football anywhere but Vans Pizza Pub and Grill, you've been doing it wrong. Vans Pizza Pub and Grill, 3333 North Harrison Street in Davenport, is the best place to catch all your favorite games, and there's still time to make it part of your football Sunday routine. Start your meal off with their famous McGuire's Original Nachos or Bready Nuggets. Then ask about one of their original QC-style pizzas or be one of your be your own quarterback and call an audible and create your own. The Vans crew will be sure that your play call hits Pater every time. Vans Pizza Pub and Grill, 3333 North Harris Street, Harrison Street in Davenport. Come get served. Brian! Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing good. Doing better. We're, good, good. We're, we're running a little on low energy today, man, so we need you to bring it today. <laughs> hey, I, I've, I've got a little like, little left over after I got a little bit of a nap, and I'm in my own house instead of my mom's. That's better. So, Yeah, Absolutely. we're dealing with a uh, sick two-year-old at our house, so energy's drained over here as well. Yeah, that's the funny thing. We had a Friday night podcast, and over the last three weeks, each one of us has had flu-like symptoms. So I went up with strep, and the other guy had flu-like symptoms on Friday. So it's been a rough couple of weeks here. For sure. So, Brian, favorite question of the day? What stack are we looking at this week? Well, I know the Chiefs fans won't be happy. My number one stack is actually Dak and CD after 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 – after Cooper got it ruled out, so um, that's my number one. Um, but I got a few more, and um, I kind of like Tannehill today, going along with AJ Brown, and um, kind of on the cheap. I like I like Waller and Carr too. So, is there is there any way with that uh, that CD and Dak stack, or are you uh, bringing it back anyway, or is are the Chiefs just too expensive to to do something there? Well, that's the worst thing. Um, but my big question, and I don't really know the answer, is how the how the backfield will break down <clears throat> in regards to CEH and Williams. I'm guessing Williams will get the predominant amount of run, but I don't know for sure. And if, if we all think that, then I think we should go with Williams on, on bringing it back. So. Yeah, it's a hard situation to read. I do think that uh... – I, I do think that since CEH is their guy, he'll get some some run, but I, I'm really not sure, even as a Chiefs fan, how they're going to run things there. Yeah, that's that's a tough thing. I think being out for a little while, um, Williams will still be the number one today, I think. so. Who are, who are you looking at uh, bargain bin at, at wide receiver? Well, there's actually a lot of like today. 
You got Rashad Bateman at 4,500 with Marquise Brown out. I think that's great. Gallup at 4,200, like like I just discussed with Amari Cooper being out. Those are a couple of my couple of my absolute slam dunks to me. Though I think they'll both be top 25 receivers at less than 4,500 dollars. I think they're great plays. Does anything change for you for Bateman if if uh, it's Tyler Huntley instead of Lamar Jackson? Well, yeah, I definitely have to look at that. But last I heard, it was 50-50. I believe that's an early morning game, so we'll know early enough to make some adjustments at least. What are you What are you looking at? I haven't really set a lineup yet uh, this week, so I'm kind of – what are you looking at, at at running back? Are you trying to, to fit like Zeke or Chubb in your lineup, or are you going to go cheaper and, and with your like Michael Carter's, Miles Gaskin type areas? You definitely like Gaskin this week. He's got he's got a great matchup. But as for me, I was able with those couple of cheap wide receivers I mentioned, and there I, I, I think there's a couple more out there around that range. I was a, actually able to get in Hunt, and the one I really like this week at 6,200 is Dylan. Yeah, with no Aaron Jones this week, he's going to get a lot of he's going to get a lot of action. Um, he's going to get a lot of run, and you, I think he can fit in Chubb, but you have to go cheap elsewhere. Right. What about on a short week like this where we've got three games on Thanksgiving? You know, how much do you plan on playing Thanksgiving? Obviously, now this is a little bit of a question for for next week too, uh, but that's taken a lot of games off of the slate. Uh, you know, how do you kind of handle a short week next week? You know, with the, do you play a lot on Thursday or do you just say, yeah, that's one I'm just going to kick the can on that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think you I, – I don't mind like a single game. But with three games, I think it makes it a lot more interesting. I wish I had the slate in front of me. I know the Lions are playing, I believe, the Bears. Mm-hmm. But I'm not familiar with the other two games. Obviously, there's not a lot of talent on that front Lions and Bears game. Yeah. Lions, we Bears, at that earlier. Raiders, sure. Cowboys, and Bills, Saints. Okay, so you've got plenty of talent to have fun with there. So That's kind of exciting. Would even go further past that, too, is that we – setting a, a lineup in that main slate next week is going to be awful tricky having those three games out and then Ravens Browns Sunday and Seahawks uh, football team on Monday. So we're going to have to do some tricky things uh, when we talk next Sunday about setting a main slate lineup. Yeah, that'll definitely have to be in the articles. Like you said, that's five main, five main games out. But that being said, we've had a lot of injuries. We've had a, we've had a 16 bye week before, so, you know, we, we, we'll make a good lineup out of that. Yeah, we had, what, a couple weeks ago where Andrews – or was it even – it was last week. No, Andrews, Kelsey, Waller, Kittle to even play at tight end. Exactly. That was the strangest thing. I was, I was starting my research, and I said, well, hold on just a minute. You're telling me the top four tight ends in the rankings are all out? But like I said, that, that's kind of where the creative minds come in. We're all great at that, so. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us anyway. Is there is there anybody this week? Is, is AJ Dillon one of those guys you're trying to get in every every lineup, or do you feel like the ownership there is going to just be through the roof? So you're kind of trying to pivot elsewhere. Now, being honest, to me, AJ Dillon's a slam dunk, and I personally don't care if it's 100 percent ownership. I'll go I'll go contrarian somewhere else. I think he just half at that price tag. I think it's just too low to to not play him. Now th- that being said, he may have a. He, he may have a dud, but I, I don't expect it. So, and if I do, if everybody else is thinking so, then we'll all have duds together. So, right. Yeah, excellent, excellent point there. 
What's your thoughts on Cam and, and when would how comfortable are you rolling him out there as a as as an option? You know what? I'm I've been borderline on him, but I think I would go with him. Um there are a couple other options, like two is right about the same same price tag, and I like him slightly better. But that being said, I think Cam can have benefit today. He's got a pretty decent matchup against Washington. So I really don't I really don't mind Cam. He can, the one nice thing about Cam in formats like this is he gives you that ad, added rushing touchdown bonus and yards. So mm-hmm. passing has not been good the last two years, but I'm still okay with him. Do you think he takes away too much from CMC? Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed it. You think that he takes too much away from, from McCaffrey? Well, I think possibly at McCaffrey's price tag. That's the worst thing about McCaffrey at 8900 It's hard. It's always hard for me to fit the elite – price tags in there and feel comfortable with the rest of my lineup. So like you said, that 8,900 with Cam being in there, especially on the rushing touchdown opportunity, that makes it 8,900 feels like it should be more like 84, 85 to me. But the, uh, the Arkansas, Alabama highlights had just popped up on my TV. If you had to play one of the two Alabama, we'll even throw Josh Jacobs in there. So if you you have to to play Smith, Waddle, or Jacobs in a lineup this week, who are you going with? I like Devontae Smith, but that being said, my second is de- is definitely Jacobs. Jacobs is a preferred pick for me at running back at six thousand. I think he's a really good value play, but that Devontae would be would be my my one this week, and Waddle would be last just for me. We're getting really close to being able to set an entire lineup with. Alabama Bama dudes and and the fact and I mean it was always possible you know you always had the receivers there but like until Henry came along I guess you know Ingram was was productive and everything like that but now it just seems like every year and we've got those finally got those quarterbacks you got uh, it, it, however you count Jalen Hurts if you want to count him as a Bama guy but uh, you could probably even have an entire fantasy team of Bama guys and fare pretty well. Who are you well. playing a tight end? OJ, you got to go with OJ Howard is the only your only situation there. Uh, didn't Irv Smith go to Bama? I mean, I know he's yeah, hurt, he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, down the road you feel pretty pretty good. Oh yeah, know? you could definitely win with an all Alabama with that. Uh, like I said, I, I I personally count Hurts, but you've already got Mac Jones for cheap in regards to DFS pricing. And Tua. And like today, you could use Ingram pretty good. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always kind of fun to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, if you were trying to save at quarterback, where are you going? Going inexpensive. I'm going, I'm going with Tua, probably as my number one cheap option. Um, but I also kind of like Derek Carr this week. Hey, hey, not to, not to cut you off, uh, Shefty just popped in. Lamar is inactive. Oh, wow. No Lamar Jackson today. Yeah, then I would probably transition transition off of Bateman just because I, we saw Huntley um, – what, what did you see? We saw Huntley finish a playoff game, if I remember correctly, last year against the Bills, and that was pretty ugly. So Somebody, somebody I'm not mentioning any names or pointing any fingers, had an opportunity to get Lamar Jackson off his roster this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had just traded for him and gave up his boy Justin Fields for him. So he wasn't going to just turn around and give him away for 
So what do y'all think about this dynasty trade? I, I had one this week where I got Kareem Hunt and I also picked up Mooney and the guy the guy wanted um Fournette and Corey Davis. Which side would y'all been on? Dynasty? I'm gonna abstain. You said dynasty? Yeah. Doug's the morality police, so Doug would never get Kareem Hunt in a trade. But so Hunt and Mooney for Davis and Fournette. I'd rather have Hunt and Mooney. That's the side I went to. And then the funny thing is, the next day, the guy tried to trade me back for Mooney, for Corey Davis, and threw two chumps in, the, in there into the deal. So And who? He oh, threw like Gio Bernard or somebody like that, and an equal running back, trying to get Mooney back in the trade. I was like, well, you just traded him. I'm not giving you back. So. It'd be nice if I spelled Jackson right in the, the banner. I'm surprised Doug didn't catch that. <laughs> can't take you anywhere. I w- I was trying to get the news up there, Doug. Trying to get up the news. So, Brian, it's you're a joke you're, about you not being able to get things up somewhere. You're, you're you're more than welcome to stick around for the rest of the show if you'd like. If you've got time, if not, you can come back normal time if whatever you've got time for today. What I'll probably do, um, I might come back around eleven if that's okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll we'll be talking a little uh, inactives and tight ends around eleven. So you're more than welcome to come back whenever you got time. That's good. I'll, I'll pop back on. Thanks for the offer, guys, and I'll see you all here shortly. Yeah, we'll see you in a bit, all right, see you, Brian. All right, bye-bye. With five locations within the Quad Cities area, Ray's Barbershop has provided first-class service, haircutting, and shaves since 2010. Ray's Barbershop has been voted the Quad Cities' favorite barbershop year after year. Yes, Doug, I know I need a haircut. They take tremendous pride in their work in maintaining the fine art of classic meets modern barbering. Ray's goes above and beyond to make sure their client's level of satisfaction is met. You won't find the Ray's experience anywhere else. Located in the Belgium neighborhood of 7th Street in Moline, Clinch Draft House Pizza and Grill is home to some of the Quad City's best food and drink specials. On Sundays, there's no better place to be. Clint's is serving up 75-cent wings and $4 Bloody Marys all day. And your favorite team playing in those out-of-market games? You'll never miss a a second of the action on one of their 10 screens with NFL Sunday ticket. And after you've had your wing and bloody fix, finish off your football watching experience with one of their famous Quad City-style pizzas. And folks, they know pizza. They've been spinning QC-style pies for the last 22 years. So make Clint's part of your Sunday football routine. Clint's Draft House Pizza and Grill, 7th Street in Moline. I don't know all the details, so I haven't been able to quite make a commercial here for them. But uh, Clint's did open a second location on the Iowa side now. They're on um, 3rd Street. Yeah, 3rd Street in um, in Davenport, where in the old Harris Pizza building. So... Um, be on the lookout for that if you're on the Iowa side of the river. And 22 years is a long time. I just passed that being married here a couple of weeks ago. Also, also, who doesn't need a solid handcuff on their fantasy squad? Grab a bite to eat at Clint's Draft House while watching the noon games. Then head on over across the Moline Rock Island border to the corner tap for some libations during the 3 o'clock games. And every Sunday is fun day at the corner with $3 Tall Boys, Bloody Marys, Jack Daniels, and $2 PBR drafts. Head into the corner tap, 4018 14th Avenue, Rock Island, and get into the end zone. Squeak. 
You need to oil that chair, bud. I know. All right. So that will take us into said running back segments. I unshared that 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 screen to get kicker rankings up. All right. CMC, Najee, Dalvin, Chubb, Eckler, Taylor, Swift, Mixon, Zeke, Connor, Dylan, and James Robinson. It was kind of crazy to put Taylor down that low with how just amazing he's been. Since Derrick Henry went down, he's been legitimately like the top fantasy player. But Buffalo's just been really good. Average, giving up an average of uh, 13 and a half fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. That's that's good for the best. Um, so it, it was hard to put him down there, but I think you couldn't go wrong uh, with anybody really on this page. It, I think that we even spoke on this last week. To even think of the fact that we're putting James Robinson on this first page of this list again is kind of – or not James Robinson, sorry. James Conner. Conner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to even think that we're putting this guy on this list now is kind of incredible. Crazy, yes. One thing I do want to dispute, uh, the great Matt Harmon uh, tweeted this morning, it's not if you're going to put A.J. Dillon in your top 10, but where in the top 10 you're going to put him. And, of course, you put him at number 11, screwing the whole thing up. I mean, the only guy I would really bounce out of there would possibly be Connor. You're still wrong. <laughs> I might I might kick out Mixon. Yeah. Mixon's been surprisingly good. He scored a lot of touchdowns this year. Um and including in in uh three straight games and five of six games, he has a touchdown heading into their bye week last week. So it's 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 just really hard to to bounce him out. Um, Vegas about middle of the pack, twelfth in points allowed, but they're Wait, allowed. Did you say he scored a touchdown last week on his bye week? Going into the bye week. Oh, okay. I'll I'll have some more coffee. <laughs> no, I understand. I might have phrased it a little strange there. So Mixon's just been a hard guy, um, even to, even to rank. Um, but yeah, I I think realistically. Dylan maybe at, at a 10 for me, possibly, but I, I liked him there at 11. Okay. I'm just saying Matt Harmon says you're wrong. So you can go argue with Harmon. No, that's, that's, that's fair. I'm not going to argue with anybody today. I don't have the energy for it. All right. Let's take a look at page dose. Pajino dos. I still remember some high school Spanglish. There we go. All right. Fournette, Monty. Saquon actually playing this week, it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Lots of people rejoice to have Saquon Barkley back. That only took 11 weeks. (laughs) Williams, Josh Jacobs, Gibson, Mitchell, Foreman, Ingram, Freeman. Where's McKissick in relationship to Gibson after we had that big discussion last week about yeah. those two are intricately linked? 
Yeah, he's on the next page uh, just okay. shortly after here. I don't exactly remember um, what number right off the top of my head. Uh, but Gibson was pretty good last week, uh, 64 yards and two scores. He did only catch two passes for – for 14 yards, but he definitely had a bounce back game. Got himself all the way up to 19 in uh, in the the old PPR rankings, and so I think that we're in entering that area where they definitely gave him the bulk of the, the touches again. Um, for for McKissick, he only had two carries, which he got four yards out of, and four catches for 35 yards. So they definitely turned to Gibson um, last week. That could have been game script because they were leading um, Tampa Bay for a considerable amount of that game. And so I think that they were trying to kind of take the air out of the ball against Tom Brady. And that's part of the reason that uh, Gibson toted the ball 24 times for 64 yards. But I'm, I'm believing a a little bit more in what their plans are for Gibson. Any given Sunday, crazy to see that Tampa Bay lost to Washington last week, and Tom Brady was definitely not happy about that. It was really he funny. I was eating some bread. What'd you say? Said he might have even eaten some bread. He was so upset. It was. It was really funny to see um, there. They scored a touchdown, like Brady threw a touchdown to somebody, and one of the Washington fans on the sideline, they just panned his like face of just, oh, no, now we're about to lose this game. And I wish I had a screen grab of it. Yeah. Always great when the fans become memes. Yeah, absolutely. In there. All right. All right, let's take a look at page three and see what nonsense is there and how bad that's – yeah, but before we bounce there, I just want to mm-hmm. what what's your take on um, on Montgomery? Uh, he needs more work. Yeah, that's 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 my thing. Um, they basically said they said they were going to keep Herbert in the in the in the loop and in the game script, and then I think the last game he played, he got like two carries. So you can't believe anything that they say, but. Montgomery needs some. Montgomery needs his touches to be effective, especially there in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of his thing. So you need to make sure that you, you you feed him and you keep that offense balanced in there. I know that the Bears have a really um, a good uh, schedule the rest of the way out. That that's very inducive to. Montgomery being good. Do you think that the rest of the way out we're going to be ranking him in the top 12? I would like to think so. Depends on whether the ball genius will figure that out. With, with laser calling plays, I feel better about it than, than Nagy calling plays. Um, so, yeah, it just kind of depends on how healthy he's feeling. Um, you know, like I said, how much they're going to, how much work they're going to give Herbert. And maybe Cohen comes back eventually at some point this year. So there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed in that backfield, but you got to make sure that Montgomery's the guy getting the touches because he's really the guy that that kind of drives that motor. Absolutely. All right, there's Mr. McKissick. Um, Alex Collins laid an egg last week. Um, Tony Pollard, Dearness Johnson's way down. Moss, Singletary, 
Jordan Howard. Somebody offered me in a league this week. Um, they wanted me to give them Saquon for Jordan Howard and somebody else, and I'm just like, get out of here. I'm like, that's not happening. I, I mean, even in a redraft league, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I think – that really realistically looking here, I think like most weeks, this is kind of your uh, your graveyard. We're kind of looking at at uh, why is Hines so low? He's he really like he should be higher. Yeah, they've really kind of taken him out of the game script. Uh, since since uh, Taylor's turned it on, like he's almost out of the rankings most weeks because they've just really taken him out of the game script. And it's crazy to think that I'm saying that. And he's still ranked ahead of the RB1 in Houston. Yeah. RIP um, to, to friend of the area, uh, David Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough down down there in that Houston. Houston's just a void when it comes to their professional football team at this point. If you're not Brandon Cooks. If you're not Brandon Cooks. That's exactly what I was going to say. So Naheem Hines only saw 18 snaps last week. That's crazy. Like he's yeah, such a dynamic him. weapon that I would think that they would try and find a way to use him more. And they just gave him some money. Like yeah. Yeah. So clearly the folks in Indy don't know what they're are still fuzzy as to, as to what they're doing. I mean, they're starting Carson once for God's sakes. So he turned he turned twelve touches two weeks ago into twenty point eight points against the Jets. Um, they also put up forty five points in that game, mm-hmm. but then last week he still only got four touches. So I, it's all about how he what he turns his touches into, mm-hmm. because he has as many games under two as he does over fifteen. So yeah. Tell that to a guy who's trying to know when to start him every week. <laughs> you got to know when to start him and know when to sit him. I, I would well, like it, it was it was less of a decision before Chris Carson decided to just blow up. Yeah, and I would like him. I would like to get like um, Scott. He, he wrote for us over the the off season. Um, Bills fan, I would really like to get his take on the Buffalo Bills run game. Um, the, their best running back is definitely Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to see what, what his take is on that. Hey, before we uh, jump into commercial, um, we do have a, a question here, Doug, that you would be better suited answering. I haven't heard this rumor. Um, I guess I would be okay with it. Lord knows the man likes to throw money at things. So <laughs> it's, I mean, if he's willing, if he's willing to, to pay and put a competent team on the field, looking at you Cubs, um then I'm okay with that I'm okay with it. What about a competent team on the field couple years win a win a championship and uh then tear everything down? If that's the plan, it's okay. But you I have to be up front with folks. Like look like with, with Marlins were did like in the in the late nineties, early two thousands where you know, they they built it up. They they went to this, the World Series for a couple of years and then they tore the whole thing down and then rebuilt it again. And they were like, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to keep doing the cycle. I'm all right with that as long as you have a plan to do that. Mm-hmm. But you can't just be like, we're going to go in. We're going to win. We're going to win. We're trying to win. We're trying to win. And here goes everybody. 
You can't just do that. Yeah. I feel like if it was possible anywhere, you can get away with it. It's in Chicago. Oh, whatever. You, St. Louis. No, Packers, but you'd be, you, would, you would drink that. They would be like, it's going to be great. We're the best fans in baseball. We don't ever cheat. We've got the greatest catcher of all time. Did you lose your teeth? I did. True story, my grandfather did not have any teeth. Oh, my God. You just ruined my brain. What was left of it? Well, at least it wasn't much I had to deal with there. Unlike my brain, Bad Boys Pizza isn't hard to find. Now serving in three different locations, Moline, Davenport, and downtown Davenport at River Music Experience. Their restaurant and bar stays open late, not only on the weekends, but weekdays too. Bad Boy specializes in Quad City style pizza and daily specials. So be sure to keep an eye out for those. They also offer food carryout and pizza delivery options at your convenience. They have a full bar at all three locations with 24 taps in Moline, 32 taps in Davenport, and 20 in downtown Davenport. They also host exciting events such as Quad City Storm Parties, NFL Sunday Ticket Giveaways, and other sports viewing parties. Bad Boys always has the coldest beer and the atmosphere is always welcoming. For great people, drinks, and Quad City style pizza, choose Bad Boys. Durham Remodeling, what's up? So what you going to do? Durham Remodeling has been serving the Quad Cities area since 1973. With nearly 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all your home improvement projects. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. It's Sunday fun day over at Frick's Tap. Iowa's second oldest bar is guaranteed to have your favorite team on one of their 13 TV screens with NFL Sunday ticket. Get on into Frick's now where they will be joined by Smoked Out Smokehouse every Sunday. And boy, does that menu look great. Barbecue smoked ribs, pork chops, wings, you name it, you can get it during your football game over at Frick's. So for Frick's sake, head into Frick's Tap, 1402 West 3rd Street, Davenport. I had to pause for effect there. Frick, frack. Frickety frack. Uh, wide receiver rankings. Devontae Adams versus Justin Jefferson in that game. Who you got? Well, obviously Devontae Adams, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think that's kind of where Green Bay's secondary is a little bit better. Um, but that'll be a fun game, especially if you happen to roster Adams and Jefferson. Uh, in the same league, kind of be a a back-and-forth affair between those guys. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be, look, Ma, look what I can do kind of thing back and forth. Yeah. Um, The the only thing is, is like, Jefferson's showy, but Adams kind of just goes out there, does his job, and shuts up. Yeah. Yes, I remember the good old days of the Diva wide receiver ones with T.O. and – and those guys where you had to run your mouth as well as 
catch the football. How awesome is it? I, I mean, not awesome because I don't roster him anywhere, but beginning of the year, we're like talking on oh, Jamar Chase, just boomer bust. Got it has to get in the end zone to be to be viable. And that's what you said, not the rest. No, no, of that's what that's what Chris said. Okay. And the, the guy sitting at number five for the year. Nobody's surprised. Like I'm not surprised. Well, and then they were getting absolutely railed. The Bengals were for taking Chase over uh, Penny Sewell. And Chase has just been good. And Cincinnati's won games. I mean, Mixon's done well. Burrow stayed vertical. Chemistry's um, a thing. But yeah, yeah. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. I think the, the, the big name missing from here. Um, he was originally number 12, but he is out just like Lamar. Uh, no Marquise Brown. He's in the 12? Really? Wow. He's, he's been surprisingly number six overall this year. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Speaking, speaking of number 12, uh, I will ask you the question that ESPN asked is, how much do you trust DK Metcalf with as bad as Russell Wilson looked last week? I think he's going to want to – Got practice in this week. He's going to be okay. I'm I'm firing him up. Obviously, you're firing up DK Metcalf, but um, yeah, I I think that there's going to be a different DK Metcalf out there this week. Uh, he not only only had three catches for 26 yards last week against Green Bay. He let his emotions get the best of him and got into a little skirmish. Um. I think there'll be a different DK Metcalf out there. Well, yeah, because you can't, you never know what, what color his hair is going to be. What, what, that should be one of our weekly, weekly, uh, random questions. What color is DK Metcalf's hair this week? Deal. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anybody change their hairstyle that much since Rodman was, was in I was the hoping, uh, I was hoping that was going to be what you went with. I wonder if they if Seattle made the Super Bowl, if that'd be a Super Bowl prop at what color is Oh, guaranteed. So Doug, I'll I'll ask you here. Um do you think I'm too high on Deontay Johnson? Yes. Okay. So is the guy who just picked up Claypool, yes. <laughs> I mean he's yeah, I think I mean I mean I would have to look at the numbers. I mean, if the targets say it's him, I feel like him and Claypool are basically like dead even. And then it's whoever Ben feels like throwing to that week. So I, I, don't have, I don't have Claypool's up here. Um, Let me Google that for you. Yeah. Johnson missed game three. So go. Okay. So what I'll say is I'll say game one, I'll throw you out Johnson's targets. And then you tell me Claypool's. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so 10 week one against Buffalo. Five. Week two, 12. Nine. He didn't play week three. What did Claypool have week three? 15. Okay. Uh, he didn't play week four. Huh? Claypool didn't play week four? Mm-hmm. All right, so Johnson saw 13 week four. Week five? Six. What was his stat line? Johnson had two for 72 and a score. 
six targets, five catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Uh, week six, 13. Uh, seven, but he only had two catches. Uh, week eight, 13. Five. Week nine, six. Five. And then week 10, 13. Uh, I don't see a week 10, so he didn't play last week. And that was – oh, yeah, he didn't play that week. And that was Sands Ben too. So, I mean, they're getting about the same amount of targets. Deontay's actually just learned how to catch, and I think a lot of that comes from Claypool's going out and running routes, and Deontay Johnson's catching a lot of that crap along the, the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I don't even have – is Claypool playing this week? I don't even have a Claypool. Claypool is is playing this week. He is active. All right. And in my starting lineup. <laughs> and MFL is back up, by the way. Oh, okay. So it gives me an opportunity to change my mind on my lineup again. Yeah, I had to pull Lamar out, which is how I know. Uh, Mike Evans, boomer bust this week, since that seems to be – that's always a fun question. Um, Godwin's been a little nicked up. No brown. We'll say We're not going to talk about Antonio Brown's stupidity this week. We'll say boom, but it's going to be a low amount of catches for an average amount of yards and two scores. So it's a, so it's a small boom. It's a, so it's going to be it's like bang? two, two catches for like 40 yards and two scores. Okay. Uh, lock it. Same thing. Pittman, Cooks, Waddle, DJ Moore. Thielen, cool. Smith, Kirk. I never know what to do with with those Arizona guys. Outside of Nuke, man, it just feels like a dice roll every week, and especially with no Kyler. Yeah. I think the big guy on this list that that I'm looking at is DJ Moore. Um, I, and I how he reacts like, with Cam, yeah. Yeah, and Cam looked like he liked Robbie Anderson when he was in the game. Of course he did. Those guys are boys. Yeah, so I am kind of curious uh, what that means for DJ Moore. Um, he was really good to start the year, 15, 21, 20, 31, and then not as great since then. 8, 10, 13, 9, 7, 6. He's more in the situation where you're playing him as a wide receiver two or a flex every week. Yeah. Problem is the draft capital you had to get to get him. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Really kind of is irritating about that. I mean, I just spent a first round pick in the league to grab him. So, yeah, I saw that. I thought you overpaid there. I, I like him. That. I like him past this year. So, yeah, that's fair. He's got himself. He, I think he's got, he's got plenty of talent. I'll give you that. Whether I mean, he's, he's, he's wide receiver 15 on the year. But like I said, it was a lot of uh, very early booms. Mm hmm. Where's number 24 here? Do you not know how to count by 12? I had to move Marquise Brown out, so DK Metcalf mm. went up and nobody else went up. Okay. All right. Include, including <sighs> the numbers. Including the numbers. <laughs> All right. Hunter Renfro, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, we talked about boomer bust, man. He was hot to start, and now he's not. Mooney, you never know. You hope that Mooney catches fire. The fact that Allen Robinson is not in the top 36 just breaks my heart. But he's out. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to play. I haven't heard. Okay. So here's a game for you. Mm-hmm. 
More points this year. Mike Williams or Keenan Allen? Williams was so big at the start. I'm going to say Keenan Allen just based upon consistency because he gets the same thing like every week. It, it is indeed Keenan Allen. Mike Williams or Deontay Johnson? Johnson. It's Mike Williams. Hmm. Mike I'm Williams. Huh? I'm terrible at these, by the way. Mike Williams or Brandon Cooks? Cooks all day. It's Mike Williams by a smidge. See, I told you. Terrible about this. <laughs> by a smidge. I think Gallup could have a boom day. Um, I really wanted to get him in, in into the these rankings. Um, do you do you have the the commercials open, Doug? I can. I didn't know if maybe you want to take this next break so I get inactives pulled up. Um, also, yeah, Corey Davis, huh? I can do that. Corey Davis is a is a big uh, question mark for me every week. I want him to be good. And he had a couple early good weeks, and then he kind of just not. Marvin Jones was supposed to be the guy that matched with with Trevor Lawrence, and there's just a whole bunch of nothing there, man. That Jacksonville is not good. Do you think that Trevor Lawrence is because of Urban Meyer, or do you think Trevor Lawrence is because of Trevor Lawrence? Is it the game or the coach or both? I feel like it's more the coach at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Urban's clearly not taking this seriously, especially early on. Um, so I'm going to go with the coach at this point. That's a good take. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm not, not here to disagree with you. Speaking of good takes, before we get into the commercials, uh, do you remember Sam Householder? He was, a, he was a photo intern at the Times. I can't remember if you were there when he was there. I don't think so. He writes for Windy City Gridiron now, uh-huh. um, and he said uh, this morning, if the Bears lose to the Ravens with that quarterback, uh, with whoever is quarterbacking there, the coaching staff should all be fired. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading that now. So if they lose either today or Thursday, that they should just be canned. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, because no golf uh, today or Thursday. Did you, did you um, see the statistics there on Tim Boyle? Mm-mm. So he is honestly one of the worst quarterbacks ever to start an NFL game. Oh, um, we're definitely going to lose then. And so in, in college, he threw in four years, he threw for 3,000 yards. Okay. Threw 12 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. How did that guy even get drafted? How does he make an NFL roster? So he was undrafted. The Bear or the, the Packers signed him and they liked him as his as Rogers backup Whatever. and he actually got into like a wrestling match with Rogers. I don't think it was an angry thing, um, but his 2,134 yards for Eastern Kentucky in 2017 led his conference, the Ohio Valley conference in passing yards. That's gross. He's more passing than that in the Western big six. He threw 11 touchdowns and 13 picks. At UConn in three years, he threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. Icky, icky, poo, poo. And this guy is starting an NFL game. He's probably going to beat the Bears. And he's probably going to beat the Bears on Thursday. (sighs) 
Yikes. Caramba. Quick, quick. Name two pass catchers not named TJ Hawkinson or DeAndre Swift that play for the Lions. I'm on Ross St. Brown and Jamal Williams. I'll allow it. Ha. Well, All right. Because you threw in Swift. All right. All let's right see. Here we go. Yep. Making me knock off the rust. With five locations located in the Quad Cities area, Ray's Barbershop has provided first-class service, haircutting, and shave since 2010. Ray's Barbershop has been voted the Quad Cities' favorite barbershop year after year. Ray's makes tremendous pride in their work and in maintaining the fine art of classic meets modern barbering. Ray's goes above and beyond to make sure our client's level of satisfaction is met. You won't find the Ray's experience anywhere else. Located in the Belgian neighborhood of 7th Street in Moline, Clint's Draft House Pizza and Grill is home to some of the Quad City's best food and drink specials. On Sundays, there's no better place to be. Clint's is serving up 75-cent wings and $4 Bloody Marys all day. And your favorite team playing in those out-of-market games? You'll never miss a second of the action on their 10 screens with NFL Sunday Ticket. And after you've had your wing and bloody fix, finish your football watching experience off with one of their famous Quad City-style pizzas. And folks, they know pizza. They've been spinning QC-style pies for the last 22 years. So make Clint's part of your Sunday football routine, Clint's Draft House Pizza and Grill, 7th Street in Moline. And who doesn't need a solid handcuff on their fantasy squad? Grab a bite to eat at Clint's Draft House while watching the noon games, then head on over across the, to, across the Moline-Rock Island border to the corner tap for some libations during the 3 o'clock games. Every Sunday is fun day at the corner with $3 Tall Boys, Bloody Marys, Jack Daniels, and $2 PBR drafts. So head into the corner tap, 4018 14th Avenue, Rock Island, and get into the end zone. So close. Chris in the car! I showed up just because I heard Doug was going to botch some reads, and I was like, I got to be here for this. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Very good. How about yourself? Good, good. We want to see the baby. I'm in the car, Doug. There's no baby in the car. What's the point of having that kind of dad? <laughs> they don't. I, I thought maybe Lindsay was car. driving. You were in the back seat with the baby. Yeah. Well, I have to have a new chauffeur. Is what it really is. Is that's uh, the reason we had another kid? Is I need somebody to drive me around. No, uh, that's 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 the whole point of why I have my children. <laughs> I heard there was some Tim Boyle talk, and it summoned me out of the inky blackness to come in and find reasons why the Bears will lose both of these games. That's exactly what I said. I, I, I took your position of these guys are terrible, so we're going to lose these games. They'll find a way to blow it. I, I have no reason not to think that. The one thing is that... Justin Fields is ahead of where I expected him to be at this point over the last two weeks. So do you credit that to Justin Fields being really good, or do you credit that to Matt Nagy maybe having something to do with developing a quarterback? Because people want to give him credit for Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to give him any credit for Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. To me, Nagy deserves no part of that, but people are kind of giving him credit for Patrick Mahomes and now Justin Fields is Fields excelling no. because he's good or is he excelling because of Matt Nagy Fields is excelling because he's putting in the extra work that Nagy is not providing for him so 
he has realized that the, that the community college teacher is not providing the correct homework, <laughs> and he has decided to, to learn the subject himself in his off hours. So that's how I'm seeing this, is, is that Fields is the one doing all of the work and all of the prep and all the stuff that Nagy is supposed to be providing for him. Fields is all doing that on his own. I did see that Fields is going into the wide receivers meetings and telling the guys what he wants and what he expects. And I think that's amazing that he's got that kind of leadership to just take over a room like that. I think even as a rookie, the fact that he's doing that halfway through the season shows you what kind of leader he can be. And I, I love it. Yeah, me too. That's that, I mean, if, he, if it's going to be his show, that's what he needs to do. Yeah. So I know Doug, Allen Robinson's hurt, and I heard part of that too. Do you think Allen Robinson has something going on this year that is keeping him from being great? I know there's been a lot of excuses about how they didn't get on the same page in training camp. He and Mooney are closer, so Mooney's excelling and Robinson's fading. Is there a reason why Allen Robinson has been a bust to this point? I could buy if you would tell me at the end of the year that he needs some type of surgery, some type of like ankle surgery or something, um, I could buy that. There's some type of undisclosed injury that he's not, that they're not telling us about that he's, mm-hmm. that that's holding him back. I would totally buy that. Mm-hmm. I know DJ is really bored right now because we haven't mentioned Chiefs in like a couple minutes. And so he's starting to get yes. itchy over there. Yes. Travis Kelsey still has a terrible haircut. <laughs> well, and, I had one question for Brian this week, too, because I just can't get over it. Devontae Adams has a really high price tag, but I want to pay it. Brian, are you in that same boat? (laughs) I'm saying, I mean, I love Adams. Let's not get get carried away, but I'm just not able. I'll be honest, each and every week, I just cannot get anybody above 8,000 in my my lineup. So that's just me. I mean, I, I like to have balance within my lineup. And it kind of seems imbalanced whenever whenever you pay up for that. So. Right. No, I get that. And I don't know. It just feels like there's going to be one of those Rodgers weeks where he has, like, three touchdowns. And who they go to, Adams has to get at least one to two of those. So, Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I don't disagree at all. Um, what happens with me also, it's really important to know. I don't play in the I don't play in the big, you know, the big pool tournaments. I'm usually in the 50-50 multiplier type lineups. So I'm looking for just consistency between that 140, 150 range, and a play gotcha. like Adams is really an obviously a huge could could win could bring you down a league like a really big league. So I'm a little bit right. more consistent across the board. So right, right. Now I get it. And DJ was professing his love for Corey Davis again, which seems yeah. to be something that happens too often. And I think Corey Davis is kind of like Jameis Winston for some people where you want to believe it every time you see it. And then he burns you like every single week after that. And you just end up paying for the love of that guy. Do we ever tell you the story about how the one year in the Quad City Times Fantasy Baseball League, we like made DJ like way overpay for out for Albert Pujols just because he was like so in love with him. <laughs> I think he went up and went and won the damn league anyway. On top of that, which is what really Albert Pujols will do that for you. I know that was it's, back when he was prime fat Albert too. 
It was my finding of Colby Lewis who led the league in strikeouts. <laughs> nice. I remember when DJ was in my fantasy baseball league and wanted to help me with a draft, and he spent 15 units on a Cardinals pitcher who wasn't going to pitch for three years. That sounds about right. <laughs> I hope Chris with the fantasy football league wants to. We should ask Craig DeVries how that one went. <laughs> Carlos Martinez is still like of legend, DJ, because we spent 15 units on him and he didn't pitch for three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so inactive today. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Chris. Uh, Carlos Martinez is Carlos Love Martinez on the inactive Bye. list. Bye, Chris. Hey, Chris. That was Chris, guys. Chris is a good guy. So inactive for the Saints, obviously Alvin Kamara. No Ryan Ramchek or Teron Armstead. Jawan Johnson again inactive. Ty Montgomery inactive. Um, the Eagles with uh, Miles Sanders back. Kenneth Gainwell is inactive. The Dolphins, no Salvin Ahmed and no Hunter Long. Uh, the Jets still without Zach Wilson, no LaMichael P. Ryan. Uh, the Washington football team, no Curtis Samuel again. Has Curtis Samuel played at all? Parts of like one game, I think. Somebody was asking about him the other day. They said, well, they said he might play. I said, yeah, you might as well list him as doubtful. So, right. Um, no Antonio Gandy Golden. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to do at tight end because Ricky Seals Jones is inactive and Logan Thomas is still out. Uh, the Panthers, their two quarterbacks today are going to be Cam and P.J. Walker. No Matt Barkley. For the Colts, no Marlon Mack. The Bills, no Jake Kumaro. No Tremaine Edmonds. The Lions, no Goff. No Jameer, Jamar Jefferson. Uh, the Browns, no Donovan Peoples-Jones. No Anthony Schwartz. Uh, the 49ers are down Elijah Mitchell and Jermichael Hasty. Oh, and swinging back to Washington football team, yes, I know you passed them, but I did want to point out no uh, Chase Young, season-ending injury. Season-ending injury, just like Mr. Khalil Mack. You're just trying to hurt me today. Texans, no, obviously, that one guy, no Royce Freeman. Um, Jeff Driscoll's inactive, but I did hear that they were trying to turn him to a tight end this this week. Um, the Titans, no Jeremy McNichols, no Jeff Swain. Packers, obviously, no Aaron Jones, no Malik Taylor, no Alan Lazard, no David Biakhtiari, no Jack Heflin, the pride of Prophetstown, Illinois. Uh, the Vikings, no Kellen Mond, no Amir Smith-Marset. Jordan, my wife made that joke yesterday to let me know that he was out for the season, so that was nice of her. Give her some brownie points. Uh, the Ravens, obviously no Lamar, no Marquise Brown, no Miles Boykin. Uh, down for the Bears, Foles, Damian Williams, Allen Robertson, Jesper Horstead, Akeem Hicks, Artie Burns, and Eddie Jackson, which is addition by subtraction. So, 
We'll quickly so, get we'll quickly talk about the tight ends and then Doug will read our last commercials. Hang on, I had a thing I was gonna ask you and I don't remember what it is now. Oh, um did you say Miles Sanders was up? He, he I did not. He's back. Yes. Yes. Yes, Miles Sanders back. Okay. All right, that was it. All right. The ends that are tight. Pat Fryermuth all the way up to eight already. Big fan, Pat Fryermuth. Hey, where's uh, where's uh, buh, buh, buh? oh, that was Thursday night. It was Thursday night, wasn't it? Okay, never mind. Mr. Pitts. Yes. That's how much I paid attention to Thursday night football. I yeah, even even on thir- even playing Thursday night, he probably should just go ahead and be on the list somewhere. Yeah, I don't I don't think Pitts paid much more attention either, thanks to the way the, the game went. So <laughs> Fryermuth has been tight end sixteen this year, and outside he had, he only put up six points one points last week with. Uh, Rudolph playing quarterback, uh, who was looking a lot of Ray Ray McLeod and uh, Washington's way. Um, so Fryermuth didn't see a whole lot. Only six point one PPR points. That's standard PPR, not tight end premium. Um, after big games against Washington, fairly big game against Cleveland. Um, but I expect things to to even out a little with Ben back this week. One thing to keep in mind is Claypool is back as well, I believe. So Yeah. Yep. Yep. We discussed that in the wide receiver I, segment. I felt, I felt like in that that Bears game though, they were using Fryermuth a lot of times like close to the line of scrimmage and just like kind of letting them do some stuff. Well Fryermuth got a lot of those targets that uh, Deontay Johnson was classically getting. Classically? Was he like Beethoven now? Yep. All right. He did a pretty good job last week against uh, against uh, Darren Waller. Yeah. Tight end two, Darren Waller. What'd you say? Tight end two, Darren Waller. Tight end three, Darren Waller. Well, Kittle's one, Waller's two. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing just how solidified Travis Kelsey is becoming as the greatest tight end ever walk the earth. He's not even the greatest tight end ever to play, play for the chiefs. <laughs> we'll leave that debate for a different day. No, no, we can have that. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So um, that will take us to the end of the segment. I guess I'm doing the commercials for some reason on the backside of this. We will take your questions as always. And then we will do the rapid Buyers. Uh, as soon as I find the live reads again in here. All right. Bad Boys Pizza isn't hard to find. Now serving in three different locations, Moline, Davenport, and downtown Davenport at the River Music Experience. Their restaurant and bar stay open late, not only on weekends, but weekdays too. Bad Boys Pizza specializes in Quad City style pizzas and daily specials. So be sure to keep an eye out for those. They also offer food carry out and pizza delivery options at your convenience. That sentence needs a comma in there somewhere, Mr. Jarvis. 
They have a full bar at all three locations with 24 taps in Moline, 32 taps in Davenport, and 20 in downtown Davenport. They also host exciting events such as Quad City Storm, NFL Sunday ticket giveaways, and other sports viewing parties. Bad Boys always has the coldest beer, and the atmosphere is always welcoming. For great people, drinks, and Quad City style people, Quad City style pizza and people, choose Bad Boys. Serving the Quad Cities area since 1872, Frick's Tap is always a great choice for your Sunday fun day activities. Also spelled incorrectly. Iowa's second oldest bar is guaranteed to have your favorite team on one of their 13 TV screens with NFL Sunday ticket. Get on into Frick's now where they will be joined by Smoked Out Smokehouse every Sunday. And boy, does that menu look great. Barbecue smoked ribs, pork chops, wings, you name it, you can get it during your football game over at Frick's. So for Frick's sake, head into Frick's, 1402 West 3rd Street in Davenport. Ah, you're not going to make me fall for that. <laughs> Again, I will ask, have you seen Ted Lasso? No. Okay. I don't have so, Apple TV. Okay, so spoilers for Ted Lasso. There is a character called Jamie. Um, basically, what you typed in, so DJ was trying to trip me up and say, put in there that he was a naughty, naughty boy, and it made me think of um the the line in ted lasso where roy makes jamie say that i'm an ugly ugly boy in a very scottish accent it was very funny um in there all right week 11 questions from the top here we go gunner haskins pick one of cole Com cole Komet, pat fryermuth or dan arnold well those are nice selections i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with fryermuth i think that was what my thought was as well DJ, is that yes? Yeah. Okay. All right. Pick one in the flex. Cortland Sutton. Ooh, that was loud. Cortland Sutton, Miles Gaskin, or Josh Jacobs? I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. I'm going to go Sutton just to be contrarian. What about DJ Moore? If you threw DJ Moore in there. I'd probably do more then if you're going to add him on there. So more over Jacob, more over Jacobs, Brian. Yeah, more would be my top out of those four. <laughs> that was my right, question. And then, I forgot to put DJ Moore in there. Loser. All right, pick two of potentially Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen. I'm gonna sit Thielen. Same. Yeah, me too. All right, who? BHP808 on Twitter asks, in a half PPR scenario, Waller or Knox? Waller. Waller. So Knox. Non-PPR, <laughs> non Swift or Metcalf? Swift. Agreed. I'm going to go Metcalf. I, really? I, I think Wilson will finally have a decent game. Okay. And then pick one of Swift, Jefferson, or Godwin. Got to go Jefferson. Yeah, nope. that's what I'm thinking. All right, and then Jordan's book O questions. Marvin Jones or Robbie Anderson? That's not the prettiest, but I'll go. I'll go with Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that's what I think too. I was going to say Jones. Once more, you're it's wrong. a coin toss, really, but I, I, don't, I don't think you can go wrong or right with either one. So <laughs> there are no right, answer, right answers here. Right. Exactly. Pick one of Sammy Watkins, Brian Edwards, or Randall Cobb. Ugh. Speaking I, of I'm, right I'm going with uh, Edwards for sure. Edwards as well. 
Yeah. Something tells me Randall Cobb might be that guy that when Chris was saying that Rogers is going to throw three touchdowns and two of them are going to Adams, Cobb might be the third guy in that scenario. All right. Pick one of Brian Edwards, Marcus Johnson, or T is I'm assuming that's T.Y. Hilton. Brian Edwards. I'll agree with Edwards. I like the upside. Yeah. He's great for DFS at 4,100. So. Cole Beasley or CEH? Beasley. Exactly when I'm CEH. Yeah. I'm going Beasley. Yeah, I guess Beasley. All right. Cam Newton, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen in a super flex. Oh, goodness. Definitely sitting Cam for me. I'm going to go with AJ Brown, I guess. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Pick which guy that ends in the letter Z. Zach Ertz or Dalton Schultz? Schultz. Schultz plays plays, plays Chiefs. Ertz. Uh, <laughs> All right, Daryl Williams or Devon or or Dante Freeman. Freeman. Williams. I'm going Williams. I still think he'll be the primary back. So. Cole Beasley or Corey Davis? Beasley, <laughs> better offense. Beasley. Mark Ingram, Daryl Williams, or Donta Freeman? Foreman. I'm still going Williams. I'm going go Ingram. Yeah. Ingram or Saquon? Saquon. I've got to assume Saquon, if he's playing, he'll get carries. I'll go him. Same. All right. Jalen Hurts or Russell Wilson? That's actually a good question. That's a toughie. I'll go Hurts just because of rushing. Yeah. Fine. I'll take the contrary and go. Russell there. All right. Mooney or Daryl Williams? Mooney. Mooney. I'll go Williams because they can be inconsistent. All right. We talked about CEH versus Daryl Williams role going forward. All right. Uh, where is the rapid fires? First question. Brian, this one is for you. What is your opinion on deviled eggs? Oh, I love deviled eggs. Can't go. Do you love them enough to take them one oh one in a Thanksgiving draft? No, 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 no. Yeah, I, no, I, no, no, I, I would or my mom's stuffing balls. Stuffing balls is an acceptable answer. All right. Anything to make DJ mad? Ask the damn questions, dog. I asked the important <laughs> question. All right. George Kittle over under 63 and a half yards. Oh, he's my favorite tight end, so I'm going over. Me too. Over. Okay. Eckler over under 58 and a half rushing yards. Under, and I hope Shane shoves that. <laughs> I'll think he'll go. I think he'll go over, but just slightly. He'll have a much bigger day in receiving. Yeah, I agree with, with, with Brian there. All right. Miles Gaskins over under 46 and a half rushing yards versus he the Jets. Smash that. I'll go over. Yeah, over. me too. All right, your top of week 11 quarterback. I'm going Dak. Allen. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Ah, uh, screw it. Give me Rodgers. So, Brian, 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 I, I, I need advice here then real quick. So, you said that you think Gaskin's going to smash over 46 and a half rushing yards? I think he is, yeah. In tight end premium, would you start him over any of Kelsey Kittle or Waller? No. 
And would you start him over James Robinson or Josh Jacobs? Possibly over Jacobs, but but not anywhere else, no. All right. Thank you. All righty. Brandon Cooks over under 68 and a half receiving yards. Doug, over. who's your quarterback? Tyrod. Oh, oh in the contract league? No, no. Who's your quarterback, top quarterback for week 11? Rodgers. Okay. Uh, Which is why Jordan's bad at me. Under for Cooks. Uh, I agree. Under for Cooks. All right. CD Lamb over under 79 and a half. Over. Over. Me, I'm over to you. All right, Jonathan Taylor over under 74 and a half. Under. Versus Buffalo. Yeah, under. under. All right, top running back for the week. I'm going Chubb. A.J. Dillon. Give me, give me uh, Najee Harris in a Sunday night special. McCaffrey over under 65 and a half rushing yards versus Washington. He'll go over. Oh, yeah, that's over. That is definitely over. Rodgers over under 270 and a half passing versus mini. I'm going to take the over on that, obviously. I'm going under. Over. Jalen Hurts over under 47 and a half rushing yards. I'll have to go over here. Wow, that's a lot. Over. I'll take the under just for giggles. Um, top wide receiver for this week. I'm going to go Homer and go Tyreek Hill. CD. CD's a good choice. There. Give me, give me. I'm looking for somebody with an ugly matchup. Debo. Give me Debo. Uh, speaking of Mr. Chubb, Chubb, over over under 83 and a half rushing yards. If Darnus Johnson can get that, I'll have to go with over here. Yeah, over. I'm going to go over, but not by much. Deej? Over. Over? Okay. Uh, Mixon, over under 86 and a half. Under. I'll go sli- very slightly under. Yeah, I'll go under on that. It's two. DK Metcalf over under 65 and a half. Over this week. It'll be a bounce back week. Over. I just don't know. I feel like I don't feel like it's there yet. So I'm gonna go under on that. All right. Top tight end this week. Kittle. Kittle. Kelsey. Uh, Leonard Fournette over under 25 and a half receiving yards. Under. Under. Over. Darnell Mooney over under 50 and a half receiving yards. Way over. Yeah. I would happily take way over. Okay. What color is DK Metcalf's hair going to be this week? Red. Green. See, I was going to say green. I'll go orange. Um, favorite Thanksgiving side stuffing, stuffing, stuffing balls, but also game bean casserole. So, okay, we will accept that. Favorite Thanksgiving pie, my wife, pumpkin pecan, 
Yes. Interesting. My wife's <laughs> chocolate chip pie. Which you still have never brought me any, jerk. Sorry, sorry. Got to keep uh, in mind, my mom me. was a home economics teacher, so she does all the different stuff. So. Cool. All right. Turkey, ham, or other? Ham, but it's got to be what I call city ham as opposed to country ham. What's, What's that difference? difference? Well, country ham is, is actually much more salty. So in Tennessee, we have to cut it with Coca-Cola. You have my attention. You have my sweet tooth attention anyway. Um, so for Thanksgiving, I think that you should have turkey, though any other day slash holiday is a ham for me. I'm a, I'm a ham fan. All right. And then what time are you eating? What time or day? Because I am off scheduling this year for Greensgiving. Um, time or day are you having it this year? I haven't heard, but I'm betting one o'clock. Since I have a sick two-year-old whenever she tells me. <laughs> Joe is going to her family on Thursday. Um, and so I am time shifting ours to Friday or Saturday. And then I, I have to have would, by five. If I was setting a time for Thanksgiving, I would pick any time during the Lions game. <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's the problem is the Bears always seem to play the Lions. And that's when I need to get all my work done. So I generally end up not watching the game because I'm in the kitchen. Yeah, that's the kind of game you can miss. Have a good time eating dinner. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. Hey Brian, would you would you would you start DJ Moore over Deontay Johnson? No, right? No, but but I'm biased. I'm a Steelers fan. Of course, I'm going to yeah. say no. I'm, I'm really infighting over here. I'm playing one of my buddies who's not going to make the playoffs. I'm fighting for a playoff spot, so it's a must-win game. And so I'm in fighting. I have too many players on my roster that I, are startable. So, yeah, I'd go Deontay. He's he's got the floor. I'm a, if assuming it's PPR, go Johnson. Would you, as the as the resident Steeler fan of today's show, before we get into Steeler fans on Monday night, what is your much. yeah? What is your opinion on um, Johnson versus Claypool? Always Johnson. Johnson's the number one receiver on the team. With, it's sometimes close, even when Juju was there, but it's Johnson, period. Okay. That is that is fair. All right. So that will take us to the end of the show. Um, we all we will be back on Sunday. We will not do a Thursday show. You can always um, ping at DJ uh, if you want to ask any lineup questions on Thursday because he doesn't have anything better going on because the sick kid clearly won't take any of his time. Um. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, but we will, uh, the guys will be back on tomorrow night for Monday night hammer. The points in the paint guys will be back on Wednesday. Uh, both of those shows are fantastic. Way uh, better. Than sure. show. Oh, they're way better than this show. Um, uh, except for Brian's parts. Brian's parts are great. Our show, our stuff. Yeah. You don't want to watch that. My uh, those guys, those two shows, <laughs> those two shows are, are amazing, um, uh, with those. So they will be, uh, here this week. Make sure you pick up on those. Um, other than that, we want to thank Mobile Party Experience for being our primary sponsor. And with that, everybody have a good turkey day, and we will see you all next week. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Well, where's your tagline, Brian? Good luck in your games this week. That's yeah. it. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> we can't all win, but we can at least try. <laughs>